0: Back to I guess part two of the National Junior A Championship wrap-up edition of the Nugsy Sports Cast. Uh, this is I guess is episode three technically. We'll say it's two two B uh, I suppose here on May twenty first, uh, twenty nineteen, and I am thrilled to have on the line a native of Toronto, uh, a guy who is committed to the University of Massachusetts. What a program uh, they have turned out, and he was the captain of the Oakville Blades Junior A. It is Peyton Reeves. Thank you so much for joining me today, Peyton.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to, to catch up again and uh, you know uh, wrap up the season here, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. First question for you, Reaver uh, Do you know what a minute man is?
1: Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> I've been asked this a couple of times. I believe it was uh, the, the um, I guess you could say the locals who were on call uh, in the Civil War as they are ready in a minute, I believe that's uh, that's where the name comes from. Is, is that
0: right? Well, Kinda I close? I have to tell you since I'm I'm a, actually I had did a history undergrad at my university. I, uh, I know uh, the answer to the question. The answer to the question is, and I don't know if there was the term was used for Civil War soldiers, but uh, in the American Revolution, uh, there were like men who were who were supposed to be called up at a minute's notice uh, to fight I off gotcha. the British in the American Revolution, and obviously. New England and Massachusetts was a big part of sort of starting the American Revolution, so right. there you go. <laughs> right. Well,
1: thanks for the quick history lesson. Oh I no, I
0: been any <laughs> any any time, Reaver, Anytime, Reaver, uh, I know I know you're you're a big hockey guy. That's one thing I know for sure. Obviously, I've been watching you uh, play since your Mississauga reps days, and uh, mm-hmm. um, you know it's been fun to to watch you continue to progress. Though I was you know a fan uh, even on that great Junior Canadians. Uh, midget team that you were on too uh, um, you know back then uh, in in 2014-15 so it's been quite the quite the run for you but let's start at the at the most recent point I suppose uh, you know what a what a year uh, for your you and your Oakville Blades uh, what a team uh, was put together obviously you guys had to kind of you know overcome the frustration of some of the things that happened at the trade deadline with uh, you know, not being yeah. able to play some guys and that kind of thing. But then, you know, obviously uh, you guys just continued to roll and, and make it to the national yeah. championships. Uh, how do you remember the year? I know it was pretty soon, but uh, how do you remember it right now?
1: Yeah, you know, it, uh, it is pretty uh, bittersweet, I'd say. You know, it was uh, one of the best teams. It. It, it was the best team I've ever played on. Um, not necessarily on paper, but, uh, you know, the heart that was in that dressing room. Um, everyone wanted to win every single day. And uh, everyone would come in wanting to get better every day, and you know that that's hard to find, um, especially on, the, on some of the past teams that, that I've been on. Um, it just it's not something that everyone seems to have in them. Um, and to have a team like that this year, and you know when we started off the season, I think it was nine one one and one. Um, that's when I really realized that uh, you know we had an opportunity with a special group here, and uh, you know it's time to buckle down and you know and do something. Uh, with this team, so you know our our, our management did a great job at uh, bringing guys in as we we lost uh, quite a few guys uh, last year. So uh, kudos to uh, Tarantino to, uh, to and uh, Jordan uh, um, on putting together an excellent team and uh, you know giving us a chance there. Uh, right from training camp, you could see the the young talent uh, that was evident on the ice there. So. You know, it, it didn't really settle into me at training camp that we would have a team like this. Um, we definitely set goals for ourselves, um, and then, uh, little, little goals that, to help you achieve the ultimate goal on the way. And, uh, it was pretty special to see the, those boxes getting checked off here at the end of the year. Um, obviously the ultimate goal was the national title and we felt, uh, unfortunately just one game short of that, um. So yeah, like I said, it's bittersweet. Uh, I had four years this organization. Uh, it's been nothing, nothing but great to me. Uh, given me everything I need to succeed and uh, to accomplish my uh, my personal goal of uh, ending up in uh, Division One somewhere. And uh, be uh, more thrilled to be going down to UMass next year as uh, that program is uh, is doing exceptionally well. Uh, they really turned it around. There. I actually had the chance of uh, visiting. About three years ago, uh, when they weren't doing so well in Coach Carvel's first uh, first season, and to see the progression that he's made with, uh, with that team over the last three years, has been uh, it's been extraordinary. And like I said, going not be more thrilled to be heading
0: down there in uh, in July. Actually, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I should tell you, <clears throat> um, you know, I I know, uh, you know, I've I've been in touch and talked to. To Ben Barr, uh, who, who's a, a big time recruiting assistant coach, I guess for for UMass, and his, you know, yeah. he and, and Jared DeMichael have done an unbelievable job bringing in guys and bringing in guys from a lot of places, but including the OJHL and uh, and obviously, you know, the success that Kale Makar had right away in the NHL is a big credit, and obviously, um, a guy that I know and I know you played against uh, <clears throat> as well, and Mario Ferraro, um, yeah. you know, getting. Pardon me. <clears throat> uh, his uh, entry-level contract to the San Jose Sharks pretty recently too, so uh, definitely lots to go on. Obviously, you guys are or the, the the UMass team uh, losing out in the uh, national championships for the NCAA. Um, definitely a pretty good situation, uh, a good situation to go into. But uh, Reaver, for your game, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, personally, um, you know, I know you were. Uh, you know, when, when you were a rookie or when you were a younger player, I know you never, um, you know, stood out in a way that was negative. You, you jumped right in as a rookie and was able to contribute and play hard right away and, and contribute right away in a kind of a physical and a truculent and a don't mind fighting kind of way. And then this past year, so, you know, I noticed that your PIMS are are down uh, quite a bit and then obviously from watching a lot of your games this year you know it didn't seem like you took a step off the gas pedal in terms of being physical or being aggressive but um, was that a, an adjustment that you made on purpose to kind of stay out of the box a little bit more or did it just kind of shake um, down that way
1: yes and no I mean obviously as uh, as captain and, and leader of, of the team this year you don't want to find yourself in the box because it's not a good place to be and you can't help your team uh, when you're sitting in the box a lot right so but I, I don't think I changed anything uh, specific. Honestly, I think the cage role was a, <laughs> a huge help for me because um, um, my first two years, right, wearing the visor, there was that option to, to drop the mitts every every now and then. And, uh, you know, as a younger guy, you want to stick up for the older guys on the team and, uh, and you know, let them know that you're there to, to battle for them um, day in and day out. So... To be honest, I think the cage thing was the biggest thing for me. Um, My first two years, like you said, I did have a couple fights here and there, and my penalty minutes were definitely um, significantly higher than they were this year. Um, And then last year, there was a little bit of an adjustment period uh, with the cages. But, uh, you know, I I know a lot of people were uh, upset about it at the time, including myself. Um, You know, part of playing junior hockey is having the option to wear that visor, you know, earning your, your chance to wear that visor. Um, so lucky for me, I got away for two years, and you know the rule, the rule change there I mean, in the OJHL where cages became mandatory, and I, I just think that um, you know I kind of <clears throat> took a step back um, from being uh, a, a pest out there as, as much as I was, um, and you know just tried to play within the whistles and, and you know try and contribute on the score sheet uh, and by uh, putting the puck in the net and, uh, and helping out that way. So I, I, I wouldn't say specifically that I, I changed anything in my team. Um, I, I think just the cage thing really,
0: really helped me out, actually. Fair enough. Well, there you go. Positive, positive reaction. And, and honestly, Peyton, it makes makes a lot of sense for Junior A to have face shields, in my opinion. I know uh, everybody here in Saskatchewan will, will disagree, and that's fine. But if you're going to go to the NCAA, and the NCAA has full face shields and in cages then you know it kind of makes sense if that's what you're 100%. adjusting for you know so yeah no
1: exactly right if you're gonna be wearing it at the next level why not uh, get used to it uh in the years before you, get, you head down there yeah and for I, sure I
0: just with that. yeah because you see you see guys maybe get like hit in the face with a puck or something and then um you know they have to adjust you know, instantly with that, with that cage and it definitely affects their mm-hmm. game. So, uh, there you go. We could talk about that for a while, I'm sure, but, uh, we'll move, we'll move away from face shields, uh, and, and talk about, uh, and talk about UMass. You mentioned it there briefly, but, uh, um, you know, you, you made that visit, um, you know, what, what did you see? What did you like about it? Uh, what, what are some of the, some of the things that really stuck out to you?
1: Yeah, no, um, right off the bat, the campus, I mean, uh, Massive campus there, beautiful buildings, uh, great history. We've uh, got a 28-story library, which is something I've never seen before. So that's something that you, yeah. you know you just go inside and you can see the campus, the whole the whole campus from the top floor, and it's just like just blows you away, really. But uh, but that's a school there. Um, it looks more like a city. Yeah. um Yeah. So you know, just just the the. Um, The style of buildings, um, that's huge, huge for me. Like when I was looking at a few schools, you know, I I wanted to be somewhere where I would enjoy walking around, um, somewhere that I I could go outside and, and have some room to walk around and not, not be able to walk the campus in in two minutes as you know, you're going to be spending lots of time there. So you don't want to be seeing the exact same thing every single day. Um, whereas at UMass, the campus is very large, um, and you have that luxury of being able to walk around and go different places. Uh, the dining is exceptional. I, I know that sounds kind of silly, but <laughs> you, you want to have uh, some good food when you're down there, and I, I, their their dining is actually ranked right, number one. So oh. um, that that was pretty pretty awesome. Um, the dining halls there were, were exceptional, buffet style. You know, you go in, you have whatever you, whatever you really need um, at at your fingertips there. And then uh, after that, you know, I can talk about their education, uh, their business school, Eisenberg Business School. There is is uh, exceptional and, and nationally ranked. So uh, me being a business guy, that was a huge draw. Um, I know their sports management program is, uh, is is number one in the world, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I, I wasn't thinking about sports management, but uh, hearing that, you know, it's definitely in the back of uh, my mind now to take advantage of that, uh, that program. And then after the school I could go on and on and talking about the hockey and you know the facilities. The the rink there is exceptional. Um, The dressing room, the uh, they just got a new uh, new gym there. So you know you're gonna have all all the weight training and uh, off ice training that you need to to push you to the next level right right at your fingertips again. Um, The coaches are awesome. You know, Coach Carvel is ex NHL coach, so. You know, he obviously is doing something right and, and knows what he's doing if he's coaching at that level. And uh, to, to have him there at UMass um, is, is going to be exceptional and uh, it's going to be an honour playing under him. Uh, ben Barr is great the whole time uh, with the recruiting process. And we, we, we actually talked about three years ago, um, you know, the interest was there and then something happened, it just didn't work out. But we stayed in touch and uh, here we are three years later. Um and it was a no-brainer for me. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'd already been on the campus. I knew the coaches. I'd talked to them um, in years previous. And, uh, yeah, so once the, uh, the opportunity was there, it was a no-brainer for me. It didn't take me on to make a decision at all. And, uh, yeah, I know. extremely
0: excited about the opportunity. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, obviously, very gratifying to see guys, um, you know, get their – Get kind of their dreams and move on to where they where they you know are sort of hoping for and aiming for. That's uh, super exciting for, uh, for a for a humble media guy like myself or broadcaster like myself. That's that's uh, always awesome and obviously um, you know gratified to see your guys like yourself and uh, you know you, you add to Gianfranco Cassaro who was a guy that was uh mm-hmm. tremendous uh, in the oj a bunch of years ago as well he's he's gonna land there with you i guess and another guy who jason fortier i know in coquitlam is really high on alex de uh, as well so it's gonna be uh, a pretty cool uh, opportunity for you and it looks like you'll get some decent some some okay opportunity at ice time anyways uh, never easy for a freshman obviously but uh you know a team that um, went to the national championships uh um, you know, it's got to be uh, got to be one that, um, you know, there might be some opportunity the next year. That's the way it usually goes. But there you go. Um, got to ask you too, uh, Reaver about the uh, the experience, uh, you know, at the at the national championship. It's not called the RBC Cup anymore. For those that are wondering, I guess they lost the the naming rights or whatever, but I'm sure. Uh, you know everybody likes to talk all at the bank or the RBC or whatever so i'm sure that'll stay for a little while but uh you know when when i was there in 2014 hockey canada was absolutely tremendous and first class and, and i'm guessing you're going to echo that same sentiment
1: yeah no 100 percent um they treat us with the uh the utmost class all 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 week long you know they they give you everything you need to succeed in that tournament they're, they've got food in the <laughs> restaurant um they're they're giving you chocolate milk after games. They got the Gatorade. They got you know they're, they're, they got everything to keep you going through the week. It's, it's a it's a tough tournament. Uh, lots of quick turnarounds. You you go 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 the whole time while you're there. And uh, they, they they were nothing but the best to us in providing uh, providing us everything we needed. The facility there is exceptional. Um, yeah, like just just walking into that rink, <laughs> you, you you get bumps and you you just want to play right away. So you know they had practice ice for you. They had your gitch washed every every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so so <laughs> Craig wasn't uh interesting in that so I'm sure he was happy about that. Um, but yeah, no uh, everything was there at your fingertips. Um the hotel accommodations, everything was is great. The fans especially the yeah, the support they get there from the community um, is exceptional. Uh played in front of the biggest crowd that I, I played in to the state, so that was pretty cool. Check that one off the bucket list. Uh, hopefully, they're going to keep get, getting bigger, though. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's uh, that's the plan when I went, when I head down to UMass there. But yeah, like I said, um, just utmost class. Uh, hockey Canada is always always great at, uh, at hosting these tournaments. Brooks was a great host. Um, they 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 provide everything that was necessary, and uh, big shout out to the fans who were great all, all week. You know, they went they went cheering for our team per se, but it was definitely uh, definitely fun to be out there in, in that atmosphere and, and hear them cheering on the, the bandits there. So, you know, as, uh, as, as much as we would have liked to win, it was uh, definitely something special for that community to, to have that trophy there um, as the host team and, and bring it back to Brooks.
0: Yeah, definitely a very, very cool story, I guess. Uh, when you when you dominate as much of over the course of a year as, uh, as Brooks did, uh, I guess... Uh, you know, the, it's going to create steam like that. And obviously Brooks is always such a, such a good organization and um, you know, you got to give them credit for, for what they've built. Uh, Simon Boyko was in a uh, training camp. I remember with the North York Rangers a bunch of years ago. And, and, uh, and I did say to Jeff Schmoge, I'm like, maybe you should, you know, get this kid. And he's like, I, we'll see. But anyways, that worked out uh, well for Brooks. There you go. And good for Simon Boyko. But anyways, moving on. Uh, and obviously uh, the hockey itself at the national championship is something that um, you know it's hard to hard to describe I guess unless you watch it because it's so tight seems like everybody's kind of a little bit tired but they just leave everything out there it's not the prettiest hockey uh, but it, it, it's it's a war I guess you can say better than me but what was it like to be yeah. out there you know how did you call the nerves were there nerves or was it just uh, just all, all high octane I know you guys had a rough schedule started uh, you played Brooks I think the night game to start and then you yeah. had an afternoon against Prince George the next night or something, next afternoon yeah. something like crazy, like that, not a great way to start but uh, I guess you were set up alright playing Prince George uh, in the semis but uh, talk about the hockey itself
1: Yeah, no so that's that's the highest level of uh, junior ho- A hockey right in Kansas so mm-hmm. it's the best of the best and uh, you know guys are going out there, uh, leaving it all all out there just like you said, obviously uh, guys are a little banged up and a little tired as you know they had playoffs in their own league and then uh, to the I don't even know what they'd call the next round but for us it was the Dudley um, and the Central, Central Canadian uh, Championship there so everyone has to go through that there whether it's a, a tournament style or, or a series with another team um, so but like you said lots of hockey going in um, and, and then you got that tournament at the end to, to finish it right off but uh, you know guys are guys are leaving it all out there it's, it's it is the last stage um that, that that you can get to so there's really nothing to save your body for at that point right uh, everyone wants to win that uh with that title they're doing everything in their possibilities yeah to, to 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 come up on top um the caliber of hockey itself is definitely definitely higher than uh what we were used to there in the league and, and uh in the, the Dudley Hewitt um but yeah, like you said, nerves are nerves are definitely a factor. Uh, we there's definitely some guys that you know they, you could tell that they're nervous. But you know, you just try and calm guys down and just say go out there and enjoy it. You know, it's a one once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, not too many guys are going to be able to say that they played for a national title uh, in their life. Um, so you mm-hmm. know that that was the message that I was uh, telling guys, just you know, just go out there. We're we're meant to be here. Uh, we earned our way here. So it's, it's, we, we belong here. and You know, just go out there and, and play the way we know we can. And uh, if, if, if you can come off the ice and say that you left it all out there, then there's nothing to be ashamed of, whether you come
0: out on top or not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you yeah, talk about nothing to be ashamed of. Um, I talked about it with Mike Tarantino yesterday, but, um, <clears throat> you know, you guys played 82 games this year. So uh, <clears throat> part of me, an NHL regular season <laughs> schedule, I guess, 67 of them. Four wins only 11 regulation losses that's pretty pretty amazing uh uh just uh i ask you a last question here reaver uh you know uh, you know I, even even for you know a broadcaster for a media guy <clears throat> you know uh, a full season like that going to the going to the national championship it is a lot of hockey and I mean, obviously we all love the game and I know you're definitely somebody that's always raring to go. Um, and I know you love to play. I can tell from watching you really easy to see that, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do sort of this summer to, to take a break, to decompress? I know you're a guy that loves to work out a lot. I know that's one thing about you, but, uh, what, what, what are some of the things that you plan on doing uh, this summer to, to, to decompress a little bit and get ready for college? Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, you know, I'm probably going to take at least two three weeks here, um, do a little bit of nothing and uh, relax a bit and enjoy some time off and then uh, get back into the gym there do some light lifting and stuff and you know get my body healed up fix uh, fix everything that uh, was a little banged up uh, from that playoff run and then hopefully I'll be able to go into, uh, into UMass in July there um, a little bit of ahead of the game and you know, I'll definitely go on the ice a couple times a week after I take those uh, two weeks and and just get myself, uh, you know, just staying shape and get, get ready for that, uh, the summer training that, uh, they have down there at UMass. Um, I probably won't be doing any, any, any big heavy lifting, uh, until I get down there, but you know, I'll definitely be in the gym, uh, staying active and, uh, staying busy.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know Amherst is, uh, you know, a decent distance, uh, I guess west of, uh, of Boston, but, uh, not still i'm sure i'm sure it's still a decent uh, seafood place are you are you a seafood guy lobster that kind of thing oh,
1: i sure am sure am. there
0: you go <laughs> i Absolute.
1: got some i got some
0: blood in me so <laughs> oh there you go fantastic yeah, yeah. Where, whereabouts
1: uh newfie actually oh there I, you uh, go I, my grandmother's from Newfoundland, and my stepmom was in Newfoundland, so
0: mm-hmm. I actually
1: had a whole bunch of uh, family come out to the there that were from Newfoundland. They, they moved out to, to the West Coast and Edmonton there, so
0: mm-hmm. they came
1: out to watch so it was nice to see some family there uh, coming out to support, and yeah, no, it's uh, extremely, extremely excited again, like I said, to uh, start back up at UMass, but uh, definitely going to take uh, a little bit of time here in the next couple weeks to just uh, relax. Uh I can get back to work, make myself some money as I'm gonna need some of that for next year. Um, and maybe even try and get up to the cottage a couple of times. So just relaxing the next couple of weeks
0: and then uh, get back into the swing of things here. Sounds great. Hang out hang out with that dog of yours and uh <laughs> maybe get some nachos at the stout monk and you know. That's right. There you go. Fair <laughs> enough. Sounds great. Uh, well, Reaver, uh, I really, really appreciate your time. I know, you, you know you've know you talked about hockey. You, you've dreamt and thought and slept and eaten, and breathed hockey for like a long time now, I guess probably since last August without stopping. So I appreciate you doing it again for another 20 minutes or so here. And uh, you know have a great summer. Definitely we'll keep an eye on uh, on your career moving forward. Yeah, I appreciate
1: you. Thanks a lot for the time. And uh, feel free to call me the time. No problem.